Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio 929 Game, 929Game.com. Yep, it's Sam and Greg. It's a Sunday morning, 27th day of August. We got all our little things worked out here, and uh, we are having ourselves a time. Things are getting moving. Sam, life is is kicking up here at Chateau Alain. Oh, yeah, it is. And people are getting getting their, their, uh, their, their carts, they're getting their, their coffee, they're getting their, their breakfast, yeah, they, breakfast they, they, biscuits. The vittles. The vittles. The, 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 right, the, the vittles have arrived. <laughs> you know, we've been, we've been looking for them vittles for the last couple hours, but they are here. They're finally here. Yes, yes. And yes. Uh, so, listen, this is going to be a How you beautiful, doing? absolutely beautiful day out here today. But I got surprised a second ago. Yeah. We, we got situated. It's the top this, of the hour. I did, oh, that's right. See, I'm all turned around here. Thank you, man, for getting that for me. Appreciate it. I know I wouldn't hang around you for nothing. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in, let's see, Shambly. It's sh- wonderful Shambly. Where, where, where Peachtree Street and Peachtree Road become Peachtree Boulevard for a few blocks. And then it becomes Peachtree Road again, I guess, according to the sign. Well, actually, saw. the sign on 285 this morning <laughs> said they, they greened <laughs> out the industrial part. So okay. it just says Peachtree instead of where it says Peachtree Industrial. On both of the sides, going north and south. There you go. So there you I go. Don't. There you go. You know, that's what we're doing. We, we, we got a guest here. I know that. Well, I was about to get to him, okay. but you were doing your little Red Shambly. McNally stuff, Jerry. Shout out to the Bulldogs. Got you. Oh, got your biscuits there. We got. We you got, happy now? Yeah, very, very. All right. So a few minutes ago, ladies and gentlemen, and this is sort of a casting call, if you will. Yes. Or, or reason why I do casting call. Yeah. Every once in a while, I get this kind of feedback. Not normally when we're on the air. Normally, it's in you know, Kroger. Or Walmart or something yeah, like that. So yeah, yeah. So I let roll up on you and say, hey. Yeah. Well, I'm ain't standing you that, here. Ain't you that guy? <laughs> we're waiting We're waiting on uh, Mike to get things together here because we're, we're switching locations. And, and a gentleman walks up to me. And, you know, when somebody does that and they look at you and start smiling, like, you need, you know, I know you. And you take a second because, you know, we're old. And, you know, you tell <laughs> you ain't seen him in a minute. And you go, oh, where do I know this dude from? Do I owe him money or whatever? And then it starts to come back. Well, long story short, I'm going to introduce you to a man who was known in the acting community, Sam, as Sir Brody. Yeah, yeah. I ain't going to give out his government name. But, you know, it's like you never hear Ice, Ice Cube talk about his real name. It's no, just Ice don't. Cube, right? That's, that's, that's so, all you get. This is Sir Brody. And I had to do a double take. And by the way, welcome to Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Great to have you. What happened? Yeah, you saw me over here, and then what? Ha- you had a flashback or something? Yeah, so I'm walking up to my cart, and I see you, right? And I know your face because your face is all over the place, right? 
So I was like, I was like, I know him. That's that's great, right? So I walk up to you, and uh, one of the things I wanted to tell you, I'm out here today representing the company I work for, EGP Document Solutions. We uh, sell office equipment, copiers, printers, and so forth. But you guys are a part of the the the, the Jim Ellis tournament. Jim Ellis tournament, yes. And uh, so I used to sell office equipment for 20 years, right? And I just uh, started working with EGP right. about three weeks ago, okay. right? And so they asked me to come out and play in this tournament. And uh, one See, that's the, the story right there. You've been there three weeks, and they let me bet you out to a golf tournament. Because I'm a ringer. You yeah, know what I mean? Okay. There we go. Okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> hey, but the funny thing was is I walk up to you, and I'm like, oh, how did this happen? Now, I'm seeing you because I became an actor in 2011, Right. Right. I was selling office equipment. I was burnt out. And uh, so I was watching the news to see what the weather was going to be like, you know, putting my suit on, getting ready for work. And I hear this announcement come over the television. It says, hey, Atlanta's casting for a new TV show called Necessary Roughness. They're looking for football players and coaches. Right. And it just caught my ear. And uh, I was like, well, I used to play football. Right. So but I know I'm too old to be a football player, but I can be a coach. There you go. And I was like, you know what? This this might be something I might want to do. So I went to the casting call and uh, I get to the casting call. This is how things is just meant to be. So I get to the casting call and I decide I'm not even going to go in because it's like 100 people out there. Uh, I can't football be discouraged, players, but OK. Right? So I, I look in the door. There's so many people. I was like, man, let me go back to work, right? Forget this. And the lady said, excuse me, can you fill this out, right, before okay. I could leave? And I go, okay. And I fill it out. And, it's, and then all of a sudden, they's like, coaches go here. Players go this way to the room. So I go in the room. The lady says, oh, you used to play football at Guilford College. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, do you know a guy named Mark Ellis? And I said, yeah, I played with him for two years. That's the dude I was telling you about who runs Game Changing Films. Okay. Yes, Game Changing Films. Yep. And she was like, this is his casting company. Yep. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. She's like, matter of fact, he's talking to the football players. If you go in there, he'll see you. So I walk in, and he's like, Brody, what are you doing here? And I'm like, Ellis, what are you doing here? Right? <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'm trying to get on this TV show, right? At this time, I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know what background is. I don't know anything, right? I'm coming from the office equipment industry. And uh, he says, I got you, right? So I ended up doing background on Necessary Roughness for three seasons. But while I was there, I just fell in love with the whole process. process. That's what they do, man. Being on set for the Being first time. Being on set, man, it's amazing, right? Yeah. And I was like, and, and you're going to feed me three times yeah, a day? Thank you. That's what I'm talking <laughs> right? about. You, get, you, don't get, you don't make a lot of money. Biddles. But you, get, you eat well. Yeah. And even between the meals, you can go by craft services table. Yeah. And get yourself something. <laughs> so I I ended up uh, talking with Greg Allen Williams, and uh, he was like, you need, oh, yeah. you need to sign up for some acting classes. Because I'm an athlete. I'm a sales rep. I was like, I'm not going to be background, right? I want to be team one. So he's like, you need to find you an acting class, uh, do some local theater. So I, I uh, seeked out a couple acting places, and I went to Dwayne Boyd at Premier Actors Network. Started taking classes there every week for like three years, and um, I did some uh, local theater at the 14th Street Playhouse okay. there you at go. the time, yeah. and uh, and just kind of built up from there and learning the the craft. 
And uh, then I booked my first TV show, which was Sleepy Hollow on Fox, which mm-hmm. Fox is where I first saw you, right? <laughs> That's right. I was doing Good Day Atlanta then, yeah. Yep. yep. And uh, I ended up from there, it just kind of took a snowball effect, and I started booking shows, and I ended up uh, with a re- nice recurring role on Survivor's Remorse, where I knew you from again. Yep. And so th- we worked together, and, and again, without knowing, I didn't know this backstory. Did, now, did we do episodes of Necessary Roughness together? Yeah, so I was background. Right, but I was you were still, a principal. I'm a principal, but I still we would have seen each other on set. And, yeah, because I had people that came up to me all the time. Oh, I saw this and I submitted because I saw you on Good Day or I saw heard you talk about oh, yeah, yeah. V103 with Ramona or something like that. You know. Um, so here's the funny thing. So being background, you're not supposed to talk to the principals. Oh, and I remember seeing you sitting in the stands, right? Mm-hmm. But we were on the field, and I said, "That's that guy, right?" So, but I didn't. I never came up to you, but. With necessary roughness, we worked so closely with mm-hmm. Greg Allen and and McCod Brooks right. that we were able to build a relationship and talk to them. And and, and Greg Allen was just nice He's enough the, to yeah. tell you like what you need to do. Straight to, ain't he? Yeah, he straight, is straight to, to you. Now you know that name, Greg Allen Williams. Yeah, He's been around forever. Dude was in Baywatch. Yeah, yeah. But if you're, yeah. and I always go back to this one. He was the two roles that I remember. Um, he was. I don't know if it was Admiral or, it was, you know, West Wing. Mm-hmm. When, when what you call it wasn't on there, James Evans. When, when, <laughs> um, John Amos, when he wasn't on there, okay. Greg Allen Williams was on that show. And he was also on The Sopranos for a couple episodes uh, where he played a preacher who was, you know, him and another guy and a character were working together and raising some money. But Greg Allen Williams is one of those guys who's an actor's actor. Yep. Yes. And. Yep. Just straight. There is no fluff with him. He goes right down the middle. But anyway, you were saying so. You after necessary roughness and after survivor's remorse, where did you land? Uh, I ended up moving to L.A. in what? 2018 because my my agent was like, "It's time to go to L.A. and 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 work that market." Well, I get to L.A. 2018, and I'm auditioning, you know, for the casting directors because they they see you in person there, and then the pandemic hits. Yep. Oops. Right. Yeah. Now, now we're not auditioning in person anymore. Nope. It's all videotape, right? So I'm like, okay, this is like defeats the purpose of being here, right? So I still, I, I, I kind of like just foot it out, right? Right. And then all this starts coming up about the strike, and so in April I decide I'm going to move back to Atlanta, right? Because I want to be on the East Coast near my family. Do and that sort of thing if this strike happens. Right. Well, the strike happens. Yes, it did. Right? Because I have 20 years of office equipment experience, I decided to go back into the office equipment industry. Right? I ended up being hired at EGP, and that's what gets me here at this and, golf and tournament now. Circle, right? the full circle, And he it. is invited after three weeks to this golf tournament. <laughs> we can't amazing. get a biscuit. And then something. We got biscuits <laughs> I now. I, I want to ask yeah. both of you, though, Greg, because you talk about people, if they have a hiccup, and what they're doing to, right. to, to, to give it a try. Mm-hmm. You knew it was something, and you had, had, had a little burnout, and, and, and you gave it a try. Have you passed that on to other people who've seen it and, and thought about it? Because that's what this guy does. Do you do that? Yes, a lot of people come to me. Um, a lot of people are inspired by it because I started acting at 45 years old, and they go, oh, how did you just change careers yeah. at yeah. that time? Uh, one of the things I always say, like, you like if, if you got a passion or a burning in your heart to do something, then go ahead and do it because tomorrow's not promised. Again, like I said in '09, I lost my father, 
My mother passed in 2000. So in 09 is when all these things started changing in my mind about what do I want to do? What, what really makes me happy? And, um, and that's when I was searching for something and just happened to see and hear that on the TV that day. And, Brody, here's the other thing, too, though. It's much like people who live in Orlando. If you lose your job, I don't care what age you are, you, in the back of your mind, think, well, I could go work for Disney. Mm-hmm. I can get a job in some capacity with Disney yes. if I live in the Orlando area. Yes. You are here in Atlanta. Whether you were here in Atlanta or down by Macon, you knew the film industry had overrun the state. Yes. So when all that stuff started to happen to you, you saw me on TV and got, thank you for watching. Good day. But um, you knew that this was, it was here. Yes. And you heard about the money that was bringing into the, so I'm not saying it was an easy decision for you, but it was a convenient. Yes. It was a convenient left step for you and you didn't have to invest a lot of money. In it. You just went to this place and, you know, and, and, and filled out the paperwork. This is what I've been trying to tell people. Yeah. You ain't got to spend money on headshots. You don't have to get, you know, you don't necessarily have to get an agent to do extra work. But when you get on set, that's what got you, right? Yes. See what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. How long have I been saying it? It's, and it's also set etiquette. Yep. Yes. You got to learn where to go, yes. what to say, how, comfortable shoes, yes. things to read. So, anyway, we're up against it. We got to go. But, man, you just surprised the you-know-what out of me. <laughs> you came know, up over here. so good what, seeing you. What time are you teeing off, and how will, have you played out here before? I've never played out here before. I'm looking forward to it, uh, excited about it. We tee off at 9 o'clock. Now, did you, have you shot anything pre-strike that's going to be airing coming up? You look forward. with you in it? Yes, I have a Christmas movie called Mississippi Christmas. It's going to be coming out. I think it's going to be on BT with Clifton okay. Powell, Darren Henson, uh, Valerie Pettiford. Okay. Uh, we shot that before the strike. Uh, I got a Christmas movie coming out, too. Yeah, I got yeah, two yeah. of them. Yeah. Well, that's, listen to me. I got, like, I'm The Rock. Yeah, right. But right. I'm going to be in one with The Rock. There's one, yeah. one called Red One. Yeah. And there's uh, um, one called Dear Santa, which mm-hmm. is Fairly Brothers, and that's Jack Black. Okay. So. We ain't yeah, got nothing at, going on now. Look at him, look at him. But, but yeah, we shot this a while ago. Like, yeah, we shot no, this remember, a while ago. The check has been cashed, right? Yes. Hey, man, much luck to you. Yep. And, and don't be a stranger. I'm doing this every weekend on the radio station. And, of course, the casting call is, you know, you can get it online and get cast with Greg. But like hearing these stories, like that I tripped into your life, if you will, and, and helped you on a different trajectory. Yeah. Yep. So yep. congratulations to you and, and much luck. And don't take no roles from me, okay? Because now we're in the same. Now you're because we're all in the same. We're, you're we're the same now. category. I can't yeah, look no. at you as a principal. Anyway, uh, here you go, Sir Brody is the actor's name, and look for him coming up here. Mr. Crenshaw and I are gonna get on out of here, but we are having a wonderful time out at Chateau Alum. It's the Jim Ellis Automotive Celebrity Golf Classic. We got folks coming by. We gotta grab ourselves, you know. Somebody, I mean, another celebrity. We got we got Sir Brody here, but we got some other folks walking by here. We're gonna try and get on with us. But uh, thanks to fine people out here at Chateau Lawn. They put on a wonderful event and they're taking care of us. And we want to thank you guys for letting me and Sam be a part of your Sunday morning here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, August 27th. Have I said that enough this morning? I wasn't sure. I mean, That's you know, all right. That's I'm, you know, right. I'm, I'm, I got one foot in the lake, given you know the, what's going on here this morning. So I'm just going to make sure I need your help here. Help mm-hmm. me out. Make sure I covered everything. Thank you for saving me at the top of the hour because I, hey, I almost missed out. You know, saying a little shambly. That's all right. But we are here at beautiful Chateau Alain. We're counting down to the uh, you know the launch 
You know, because they're going to watch Albert yeah, well, Some of them are teeing off right around then. It's yeah. the Jim Ellis Automotive Celebrity Golf Classic. We've already talked to our first celebrity. Yeah. That was Sir, you know, Sir, uh, Sir, uh, Sir, uh, Sir Brody. He wants to give us his real name. No. But I didn't, no. I, you know, again, I looked at that dude. We crossed paths kind of, kind of, um, because he mentioned where he played college football. He played at, at, at Guilford College, which is you know, Guilford, where's, 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 Greens, Green, Greensboro. Okay. Historic college. Uh, he finished just a year before I moved up there, but I mentioned some of the coaches' names I remember from up there. So the Quakers. Okay. Gil, Gil, okay. Gil, Guilford, the Quakers. It was ironic that he said he met Mark Ellis as we sit here at the Jim Ellis golf tournament. Mm-hmm. And Mark Ellis used to run game-changing films. He sold it, but he's still kind of a contact up there. And I... I talked to him just before, um, well, probably the end of last year. Um, but this this was on the horizon, meaning the strike. But I told you, his brother is the voice of South Carolina. He, he's, I, I can't remember his, you know what, the famous um, voice for South Carolina football is his brother. Let me make sure I got that right there. But yeah. yeah, you make sure you got it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, 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 I know he's a voice. I just, I just got something to do with South Carolina. Okay, he's the okay. voice of football so this is the and by the way game changing films is still there we talk a lot about nils but these are the people who put people in movies to be the either individual sport opponent so if there's a tennis move i'll tell you well they probably put some people in sir richard okay or king richard okay to be serena or venus's opponent they are always looking for and age doesn't matter Pick the sport, pick the team sport. They're always looking for people to be that opposing team, to have you in that movie. So when we've had coaches on, say, hey, you need to submit your team, your football Well, it's kind of like what happened when you went out to Pope High School. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You're that movie, and they brought whole high school teams in uh, to be a part of that movie. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Tuning in last night, Daytona. Let's. I mean, this race was a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. I just thought it was going to be, you know, night racing. Everybody's going to, you know, hang on the bumper. And when I tuned in, it was about two minutes before the biggest crash yeah. that had happened on this race, um, during this race. And then afterwards, because one of the things that you had speculated about, uh, whether or not Chase Elliott was going to get the points to, to qualify for the playoffs, this was, I mean, they kept saying it throughout the race. It's 23 laps left in this season. <laughs> you know, yeah. six, so many laps until the end of this season. Yeah. And after that big race, the two people who I was sort of focusing on to see what was going to happen was Bubba uh, and and Chase, and they both avoided being a part of that particular crash. Yeah, yeah, they both avoided it, but not enough for Chase Elliott. He finished uh, fourth place in that, but he is out of the playoff, yeah. and um, a lot of disappointment with his team, uh, disappointment for the fans, uh, disappointment for the folks up in the Dawsonville pool room. We like to have that siren going. Yeah, that's whiz. right. They've had, that thing's they, been quiet for a minute. They've been very quiet up there. And so, um, you know, just a lot of things to sort out as far as his team. You know, for a period of time, he wasn't completely healthy, but still getting back in the car. And so Chase Elliott would not be uh, a part of the playoff, a chance to uh, to go forward and compete for the, you know, for the uh, championship, championship. Chris Buescher was your winner last night with Brad Keselowski second, Eric Amarola third. You talked about Bubba Wallace, a 12th place finish was good enough to allow him to uh, secure a spot right. in that. And so both 2311 cars, both Michael Jordan's cars, uh, are, are in the playoffs, yep. right? They're in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, that that's uh, something that a lot of people are excited about as far as, as, far as race go. But the one thing that was frightening, was the crash that yeah. took place in there, and, and uh, Ryan Priest 
um, taken to the Halifax Medical Center. And I remember when they say they went to the hospital, I instantly remember the name of the hospital. I'll never forget the name of the hospital because that is where they took, you know, Dale Earnhardt after his fatal crash. Right. was the Halifax Medical Center. All I remember is that ambulance going in the opposite direction of a one-way no traffic on the street, and that saw it driving to that uh, to to that hospital. So I know that is very near the track. If our uh, if our buddy Max was here and we lived in Daytona, oh, man. Oh. He, he could he could he could tell us exactly where that where that where that hospital is in proximity uh, to uh, to the racing center. I did get this from Dustin Long as an update from earlier this morning on Ryan Priest that he stayed overnight at Halifax Health and Medical Center for observation. He is awake, alert, uh, and mobile. Uh, has communicated with family and friends. He will undergo further evaluation uh, later this morning. So that's the latest we have on Ryan Priest, who was involved in a frightening crash at, at, at Daytona. But West. not that that big one, not the one I'm talking about. No, this is one where he went and he his car just went yeah, this, rolling that was... over and over and over and over. And um, you know they they had to you know extract him you know from that car and take him take him to the hospital. And that's the thing, you know, we don't see that. A lot. We talk about the safety things that have mm-hmm. been put into place since Dale Earnhardt, ironically, there at Daytona. Uh, you know, the the, the the Hans device, you know, that, you know, that straps you into the car, uh, safer barrier walls uh, that give on impact uh, around the speedway. So just a number of things that have been put into place to make the sport safer. And so that's the other thing you, you, you wonder about as you, as you watch and look NASCAR these days. Those things are, are in place, so we don't see a lot of injuries. Right. You know, we see the crashes, and thankfully, we see the drivers get out, walk away, wave to the crap, and then they get them come out to the medical center and they may cuss and fight with whoever it is to direct them. <laughs> you know, but that, you know what? That, no, right? Yeah. You know that, that that that's a part of it. Um, but but at least you know they they walk away, and, and that's what you know. I think racing fans want to see. Uh, just amazed at the safety that has been put into place. One of the things ha- that, that I've enjoyed watching Junior uh, or listening to Junior call these races yesterday during that during that big crash, and you know they were talking about it, and they dissect everything, and he did this and got underneath them and turned them sideways. All that stuff is great, and then they mention on a regular basis that this particular driver or that particular driver hit, and they were doing it when the three of them were. Kind of talking, and one guy went, "Yeah, but he landed. He went into the soft wall." And Dale is like, "Okay, let me tell you guys something about that soft wall. It ain't that soft, right? He hit it there. He gonna feel. I mean, he went into this whole thing about it. it was kind of funny, but it was it was again, you know, the safety devices and the things that are in place and NASCAR is put in place for that reason. But these guys still, you know." Despite what we think, they they feel it when they go into the walls in a way that it's they can't really describe. He says you guys wouldn't understand this, but that is not a soft wall. <laughs> it's just not hey, hey. a soft wall. Contrary to what you may think, uh, so that's the Cup Series race for for this this week. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. has been declared the regular season uh, winner. Of course, now you go into the, the the playoff races and see how things go along that way, and then eventually there'll be an elimination down to a final four as a head for the, the, the last race of the year. But this is a good time. It's, it's playoff time for NASCAR. Just like anything else, you expect the cream to rise to the top, the very best to perform there. So that's what we will watch for uh, going forward. Sammy Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. How you doing out here, man? Oh, this, is, this is this is great, man. Yeah. Of course, and they, they brought us a very nice biscuit here, uh, which which is nice. We, and we, we look for the good ones. I wish you played. We had to move because we, we had a very nice yeah. vehicle that was backed in here. 
And it's pretty impressive. We have to remember that Road Atlanta is not too far away from where we are. They used to, there, there was a, a, a NASCAR short track uh, here, Lanier Speedway, mm-hmm. uh, that was close by here. So there used to be a lot of racing up in this area uh, for, for some time. I don't know how active that, I don't think that track is very active, but we know that they will have a Petit Le Mans coming up next, next uh, in October out here mm-hmm. at Chateau Elan. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, it's overall, it is, it's, it's a wonderful, oh, I just saw, I think I just saw our, our contact. I think I just saw David. Okay. Swing by here. Somebody grab him and bring him over here. You want to he, <laughs> get him over here we'll, we'll and talk about, him. because see, now that we have been, we meaning 92-9 the game, we've been all over golf this week. Yeah. If there was important golf being played, we were a part of it. And it'd be interesting to get his overall, now that we're here on Sunday, final round of the uh, Tour Championship. We got some folks out there, but just the way we have you covered. You know, we talk about how we got you covered for college football. Oh, and the way we got you covered, covered for, for, for the Falcons, obviously. For the Falcons, obviously. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta United. United. Yeah, we're well, all we over had that. you when covered. The, when the Hawks get started, we'll be all over them, too. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's what we do. I, and, and, and quite well, too, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 game 929game.com. Yeah, we've, we've had to pivot a little bit this morning. But, again, uh, because there is no casting call right now because of the strike, we wanted to bring Sir uh, uh, Sir, Sir Brody on. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time saying that because I want to call him something else. Like, let me start with Sir. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah but that's yeah. that's his that's his name. We apologize. We are still trying to get in touch with Tanitra because she has got a. Oh, she is ready. Thank okay. you, Eric. Outstanding. By the way, how you doing, man? We want to thank you. Eric, Come what's here, going Eric, on, man? man? What's going? He, just, just you know, manning the keys and the computers back here. That's all. You guys out there having <laughs> breakfast and sipping Merlot and all that good stuff. And no, we ain't sipping no Merlot. Now that, that's hey, over. No that's not on the golf course. That's back over at the at the, at the winery and in the inn. They, yeah, they doing that over there, man. They over there. Stop by there on your way out. There. Stop by you there on the way on the way out of there, man. Uh, they, they, they got their shoes off and they're crushing grapes and whatnot. That's what you do, wine. You spun, stepped up on the toes, barefoot. You're asking me. Yeah, like Lucy, I don't know. Like, I don't know, like Lucy did back in the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. Is that how they do the wine over there? Uh, I'm, I'm like Uncle Junior. I can't. I got something with feet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like Quentin Tarantino. Okay, I'm not into that, but I guess that's what they do. I don't know. I wanted to say apologize, uh, apologize to Eric. We stepped on his segment. Uh, he would normally be giving. We going in the. But I'm gonna let him give a shout out because we talked about the game that was in town uh, last night, and Eric does an awful lot with, with HBCUs. Um, it was great to see, you know, Diddy there doing what he did. And that kind of gets things started for HBCUs. And now Morehouse will be one of the programs, one of the teams that take center stage next week, right? Yes, indeed. Hitting up to Canton, Ohio, like you said, to the Hall of Fame. Hear that game right here on Sports Radio 9290 Game, Sunday, 4 o'clock. Listen to me immediately after for the post-game show, probably starting around 7, 730. And uh, looking forward to a new Maroon Tiger season. Make sure uh, – Tune in to View 103 this Wednesday as our new AD and our new head football coach will be joining the Big Ticket Morning Show. Had to throw that in there, too. Yeah, go ahead. It, yeah, it, 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 it is a new era for athletics at Morehouse, is it not? Yes, indeed. Um, Harold Ellis, class of 92, the uh, uh, historic basketball player at Morehouse, has come home, and his mission is to rebuild the brand of Morehouse Athletics. And um, he's off to a good start. He was uh, one of the main um, guests for the HBCU night at Truist Park for the Atlanta Braves. That was a great ceremony. They had representatives from Clark Atlanta, Spelman, and Harold from Morehouse. And uh, it was so many, hey, so many HBCUs out there. Say his name again. Harold Ellis. Harold Ellis. Class I mean, of 1992. This is just too crazy this morning. 
Yeah. We got coincidences all over the place with this name, Ellis. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sir. You know what I mean? Spelled the same way. Like, then Sir Brody that? comes in and talks about that. I mean, it's been nothing but Ellis this morning. There it is. Yep. Yep. Anyway, listen, we appreciate you. We got Janitra coming up next. Yeah, she is ready to go. She says she was waiting for you guys, but she's ready to go and happy to hear what she has to say about that thing she did. That, yeah, right, that's, that's coming that's up next. Awesome. That is coming up next. And Sam and I get out here and getting comfortable at Chateau Alain for the uh, Jim Ellis Automotive Celebrity Golf Classic. But Tanitra Batiste will be joining us with a very special story uh, of her movements, put it that way. Following her movements. Her movements, yeah. <laughs> Real movements. And, and her love of sports. That's all coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this beautiful, and it really is a beautiful Sunday morning. 27th day of August. We're out here at Chateau Alon for the Jim Ellis Automotive Celebrity Golf Classic. And I can't see what you're talking about because I got rain here. I mean, the shade thing. The shade here. I'm just saying, we say got it. golf here, but back in the city in East Lake, uh, Victor Hovland has a healthy lead. He shot a third round, uh, 66, 666. On moving day, he made the move, and now he is at 20 under par ahead of Xander Shopwell. He is at 14 under. A nice little cushion there as he starts the final round to tee off 140 today. Uh, out at East Lake, so we see that you know tie, tie for third, Colin Marikawa and Keegan Bradley as they play the final round of the Tour Championship, playing for that big old check. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> out, of, out out at East Lake. There you go, Sam and Greg again, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot All right, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Because we've been waiting to get to Neutron for a long. We have, we have, time. we have. We, we see her. Regularly up the station, we've seen her years up the station. Tanisha, you can come on the show. Come on, and she's just so busy. And she's doing other things she's other than all what she over does. The plate. She's a Renaissance woman. She is that. And so we bring her on, keeping that in mind, because first of all, we want to say good morning to you. And how, how did you end up taking this trip that we want to talk about here? Where, where, where did, when did that happen for you? Well, good morning to you guys, too. It sounds like it is a beautiful day out there at Chateau Elon. I love going out there. There's great French out there. So. So oh, I, oh, she, oh, see, she knows the other she, stuff. She, she doesn't come and she yeah. comes out there and goes the over there. Yeah, winery and goes in there. They probably put the cucumber on her eyes and the, and the cotton balls between <laughs> yeah. your toes and all that carrying yeah. on, right? right. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm having a little bit of FOMO because I'm like, oh, you guys are up there, but that's fantastic. And, yeah, thanks so much for having me because, yeah, we have we did it. And it's been a couple of years because we, you know, scheduling and all that. So glad to talk to you guys. But like you said, Greg, uh, a couple months ago, maybe like early June. Yeah, yeah, it was early June. I got a call, and I do uh, videos and voiceovers for other entities as well, my church included. And they called and they said, "Hey, we've got a mission trip, a vision trip, as, as we call it, uh, coming up in August." And we were wondering if you would like to accompany our past our pastor to do videos because. We, what we do is we partner with this group called World Vision, the humanitarian organization. And it's a little different, guys. Normally, you, if you sponsor a child, you would pick that child, right? But in this instance, they kind of make it fun. They make it a party in Africa, and the kids get to pick who they want to be their sponsors. So we were essentially going over to kind of see um, how that process worked and also to see how things are going with this well that was built two years ago that now brings clean water to four villages and we're supporting that piece and also supporting them opening additional schools 
in the villages of, in the communities of Jinka and Kako, which are just about, they're basically about four and a half, five hours drive deep into <laughs> the country of Ethiopia. Wow. Two things came to mind, Sam, as she was telling that story. One is you are a bona fide angel for doing this sort of thing or that kind of work, you and your church and everybody who's associated with that. And also she said something I've never heard. I've never heard before in my life. Something about a party in Africa. Yeah. I just never, I never heard anybody use that combination of words. There's a party. I forgot how you said it, but party and in Africa. Yeah. I never heard that before. But I'm sure they have them. Yeah. Right, but it's, it's something oh. right there. You go, like it's Addis Ababa, where Cape Town or Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in mm-hmm. the cities, because we were able to tour Addis Ababa, which is where we flew out of and into, uh, and it's it's beautiful. It's just like an American city, right? But right. here's the thing: you go from Atlanta to Addis to Doha. You go from Doha to Addis. You go from Addis to Jinka. And those, that, those are all flights, by the way. And then you drive four and a half hours to get to the community. Whoa. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's one of those things where, like you guys said, life can be so challenging and life can be so tough over there. I think that the humanitarian group World Vision just wants to make it something that's exuberant. But I'll be honest with you, the, the people in those villages, despite not having a lot they have a lot of joy and a lot of appreciation for whatever comes their way. So it was cool kind of having a chance to talk to a lot of the villagers. Of course, they don't speak English, most of them, but we had a translator the entire time. It was cool to walk up to, climb up to the top of the reservoir and kind of see across all of the villages. That was really cool for me. And and as a sportscaster, of course, I'm looking for the sports, right? I'm like, where are the soccer games? Where are the soccer fields? Where, you know, what's going on with soccer? And that final day, I was able to meet the World Vision Soccer League. It's a league where you can start at like five, and it's on up through like I don't know middle middle school, early high school. And I, I kicked, you know, shot a goal, and just had real fun. And like I have been telling people, sports is a universal language, so it didn't matter that I couldn't speak whatever their native language was. And, and speak in their native tongue, and they couldn't speak in, in my native language. Once that soccer ball hit, we were good. We were good. Yeah, yeah. Spending time on the waitingfor.com hotline with our colleague, and we love her um, for everything she does for us working with her. But now, even more so, seeing the things that she has had a chance to go and, and, and be a part of, Tanitra Batiste. And you can follow her. She is social. Uh, you can follow at Tanitra Batiste, all lowercase. You know what? What, what do you have to wear over there? I mean, did you did you take a special wardrobe or something? Because I know, like, I went to Greece, and they said they told me, wear, wear linen because it's, it's so hot and that type of thing. Did you do something different with your hair uh, and things like oh, yeah. that when you go down? I hear people do that. What, what did you do? Yeah, you totally have to. You have to either go with braids or you have to go with, like, your curly hair. So I went with my curly hair. Uh, it's just easier to keep up while over there. And as far as attire, you're absolutely right, Sam. When you're in those countries, and, and this was new to me, right, because I've never traveled to Africa uh, in terms of traveling abroad. So I had to get 13 shots. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 13 shots before I could even leave the country to be safe, right? 
And in addition to that, every single day, all of us were covered pretty much from head to toe. Long sleeve shirts under our World Vision T-shirts, long pants, long socks, and you literally are spraying yourself up and down or you're, you know, putting on special lotion, anything you could do to protect yourself. And so far of the 10 of us who went, uh, contingent from Tampa also joined us, and um, only one person has gotten sick so far. So we, I think what we had to do worked. But, yeah, it was very, very interesting. Even when you're sleeping, you have to have nets around your bed yeah. so that the bugs won't come in. Yeah, so very interesting to see the differences. But I will tell you where they are very Americanized, even deep into the country. There's Coca-Cola everywhere. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was gonna say there's some, there's some. Yeah. You know what? You know what? And you wonder because if anybody's ever been to the world of Coke, you get to the end of the yeah, tour. That's right. They got all them different drinks and, and you know continent. with different different countries they serve them in. So you got to experience some of that, huh? Exactly. And that's what I said to her. I was like, Oh my! I said it's kind of cool <laughs> if you've gone to the world of Coca-Cola because now, to your point, Sam, you put it all together and you're like, Oh, this is what this is. This is the other end of that, but yeah, even on the other side of the world, there's Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna see some Coke, and I wouldn't be surprised if you saw some Air Jordans, you know, or some Nikes yeah, down there. I actually did. Yeah, see, I actually I did see that too. But. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tanisha Batiste joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Before we get you talking sports, I'm sure at some point during your trip, you had, for lack of a better way to put it, sort of an out-of-body experience where you really kind of took in where you were standing at that particular moment or who you were standing with and what you were watching or what was going on. And you went, oh, my goodness gracious, here I am in blah, 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 doing blah, blah, blah. What was the moment, if that's something that you can share with us, where something was going on, you were standing there, maybe not even participating, but watching something that you have never seen and may never see again in your lifetime. So the way that the Thursday event happened, like we were able to meet a family that was sponsored. And the mother and father talked about how they didn't think education was important. And if you know me, I love to learn, like, even with sports. Like, I'm constantly watching. By the way, I was watching what the Braves were doing, even though I was over there in Africa. So I'm constantly (laughs) watching, you know, TV to learn uh, and grow as a sportscaster. So I love learning, and I thought, wow, they didn't know education was important. It absolutely is. And to hear them say that, that what we were able to do was so powerful to them as African Americans because they'd never seen black humanitarians from the United States. And there were elders there who were 70, 80 years old, had never seen black humanitarians. And we we understand in life whether you are um, a person of color, whether you are female, or just a smaller underrepresented group, representation matters. And so they were so grateful to see everybody, right? Our black colleagues, our white colleagues, they were appreciative of everybody. But they said how powerful it was to see uh, people of color coming to support them for humanitarian efforts. And even the young lady who spoke for that family, she talked about some of the things that she liked doing. And she said, of course, she loves to play soccer. So we gave away, oh, my God, so many soccer balls that we left with, uh, with her and with the rest of the group. 
But she also said she wanted to be a physician. Well, you don't tell a Xavier grad that you want to be a physician because, of course, we have graduated the most doctors in the U.S. for the last three decades. And so I gave her the shirt off my back. I gave her my backpack because it has Xavier on it. And I was like, this will be your motivation and your inspiration. She's an eighth grader. I said, we're staying in touch for the next five years because I want to see you come to my city and live out your dream and then go back to your city and live out your dream, which is for her to bring good health care and consistent health care to her community. So, yeah, that one was pretty powerful. Many time on the waitforit.com hotline. Tanitra Batiste uh, telling her telling us her tales of uh, a mission trip she went on Ethiopia. Now you talked about the soccer balls and things that you left. What you bring back? You yeah, for us good. too. Yeah, well, I don't know if she brought anything back for us. <laughs> but, but what you what you bring back in a keepsake or something that, that you said? Hey, I really want to get this back to remind me of this time. Yes. So the the villagers is very important to them that they make things. By, by hand. So they gave us these beautiful necklaces and bracelets, and I actually bought more because I loved them. I thought they were beautiful, so I bought that for some of my family members. And then when they have you seated in front of their ministerial council, like their um, spirit, spiritual leadership council, which is consisting of all religious, by the way, because they're trying to keep the peace in that part of Ethiopia because there are other parts where there's unrest. So they gave us, uh, gave our pastors these seats to sit on, kind of like royalty or you're being regal. And I just loved it, so I bought one for that. So, yeah, I bought, brought a few things back to um, just kind of remind me of the, of the experience. But it's one that um, I'll never forget. And it's interesting because when you come back, you just kind of see things differently. And I don't know how to put it, guys, but you just, you just see things differently. That's, that's pretty much all I can say, but it's, it's cool to be back because, as you guys know, it's about to go into overdrive. Last night was the kickstart yep. with the MEAC Black Challenge, and it is on for us for the next four months of college and pro football, and I just absolutely love it. So, all right. good to be back. Tanisha, we're, we're, we're up against it. We're, we're, what are you doing yeah. next? What, 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 what event are you doing next? Oh, my goodness. So I've got um, national coverage. We're revamping our podcast network, which is the second largest in the country for Tegna. And I'll be their national anchor doing college football uh, recap uh, podcast, rather, and NFL and NBA podcast, all sports, all things. And then, of course, Sam knows this all too well, SIAC color commentary for that conference. That'll kick off in a couple weeks as well. So that's kind of where things start for me in the near future and um yeah so my last three weekends (laughs) (laughs) you you, you and a whole lot of other people that's kind of what we do this time tanitra it's great to hear your voice and um we salute you for all you do always that we see you do but for especially uh this uh, fantastic pilgrimage that you just took and thanks so much for sharing it with us here on this uh sunday morning Thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate Eric as well. Enjoy Chateau Elan. Yeah, we will. We will. And the biscuits. Yeah, the biscuits and the coffee. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Thank you, Tanitra. Uh, All right, moving into the 9 o'clock hour. we got more guests coming up here. As a matter of fact, we are here at the Jim Ellis Automotive Celebrity Golf Classic. They're about to get started. We are going to talk to Stacy Ellis. Yes. 
She will be joining us hopefully up next, but she's not too busy. I'm sure she's being pulled in a number of directions. We've got her coming up. We've got Miles Garrett. We're going to talk to him about some Braves. And Falcons getting ready for the NFL Made season. Made some roster so, moves. Yeah, they are. So we are here having a big time. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Sunday mornings. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.